0: Finally figured it out. All right, we're live. Boxed up UFC. Slimmy and Dylan.
1: Yeah, we're back, baby.
0: We're back again. This is, you know, every week. We do this every week. We have a fight night to go over. Uh, UFC Kansas City. And then we are back at the apex. We're going to preview Blades and Pavlovich. Um, we're we're just in our little fight night groove right now. There's another one. We've got like two more in a row. Yeah, we're a lot one of one fight nights points. right now. With but no honestly, breaks too,
1: with no breaks, there's yeah. we're we're going. I, I I took a look at look ahead of the schedule, and there's not a week off for a long time.
0: I think Memorial Day is probably the first one because they usually take that off. But strictly violence, uh, the fight nights have been actually pretty good lately. Having a crowd definitely helps. Um, the Kansas City crowd, you know, they showed up, man. Like it was, this was a fun little card on Saturday night.
1: Um, my bear stops going. You're giving me a headache.
0: So, okay. Sorry. I'm just like going up and down. No, pack. you're
1: good. You're good. <laughs> We're still getting used to the new setup.
0: Um, but, uh, not a, not a great card for my picks, but it's a good watch. Really?
1: I like a good card. Like I, I don't win money a lot of times. <laughs> I actually won money on this card. <laughs> I
0: flipped a couple that I should not have and a couple a couple bad beats as well. Let's get into it. First fight of the night. Did you see
1: this? I know No, I I missed a few. I did not see this one. But okay. I heard about it obviously. So, Jocelyn Edwards gets a split decision
0: win. That's probably like I I've, I've said this before that previous fights were the worst uh decision I've ever seen, but this one might actually have been it. Like there is really? no no uh it was the same thing um like when Patty won. Like I stopped watching like with a minute left in the round. I went to the bathroom, grabbed another drink, and came back and Jocelyn Edward, they announced her name. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what did I miss? Did she like You gotta get stop out
1: doing now? that? You you like you can't go to the bathroom before decisions read ever again. I shouldn't have to worry about it because Lucy Pudulova definitely
0: won the first two rounds. She had plenty of uh, control time after landing pretty easy takedowns. She was active on the ground and pound, looked pretty good on the feet. It's not like she was getting blown away. I thought Jocelyn won the third, but that was more just because Pudulova was like, okay, I don't actually, like, I'm up 2-0. Like, what do I have to do? So that was, I know Bridger lost a lot on that. That was a bad way to start the night after thinking I had some money in my pocket and to just get it robbed from these fucking
1: judges. That is annoying. Um, it seems to be a trend that bad decisions are happening more in women's fights.
0: Nah, a lot, I mean, is... I, f- I feel like there's just less women's fights, but there's the same amount of bad decisions, so it just seems
1: like there's more. Just because there's less women's fights, you know what I mean. There's a higher percentage. I think yeah, that's not. None- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I only that's even debatable. I think that's like a yeah. fact. I mean, I love Macy Barber, but and more uh, women's fights go to decision. So. One would say that Macy's been handed some, uh, healthy decisions. I would never say that. Yeah, I mean, just uh, look at
0: Angela Hill's I mean, record.
1: Jukay and He-Boss, bro. Like that's obviously top of my head. I mentioned that every podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but in the same breath. I didn't watch the fight, so, I mean, I don't want to, like, speak right, on too right, much, right. but at the same breath, like, Bridger, don't throw five units on Lucy Pugliela. See,
0: Bridger is at the point I was, like, I don't know, but we've had a Bridger on for, like, a year now, maybe? About almost? a year. Probably about a year. It's like, and he's, like, he's, like, maybe a year behind, like, when we started watching all the time. Uh-huh. When I was at that point, I was doing the same dumb shit. Now I don't do that anymore. Yeah. So, he'll learn. He'll learn. Um. Yeah.
1: Women's these these low tier um women's fights are dangerous. It's stay away. Central either yeah. or, or or sprinkle the underdog in my opinion.
0: Right. If yeah. If you're gonna do it, sprinkle the underdog. Just because we've been seeing a lot of them win lately. Um. Anyway, moving on. Gaston Bolaños beats Aaron Phillips. This was actually a fun little scrap. Um. We I know we had the under here. It looked like Bolaños was going to get him out of there a couple times, uh,
1: Don't but tell Phil me that, bro. like
0: Phil it it he did. It was tough. I thought I thought like second round he's going to get him out of there. I'd but. be a little
1: more upset if the underlay missed by one, but it missed by two. The underlay was actually good. I know it's weird to say that it went two for four, but we'll get to the two that hit were really electric. And this this was a weird. I the, if I hit the underlay in this card, it would have been electric because there's a lot of weird ones that you think would that didn't and. Did that you wouldn't think so right for sure um this one like i
0: i was a little bit impressed by like is striking not too much like i don't think he's anything crazy but like i mean i'll i'll keep uh my eye out for his name because i feel like if he gets a more favorable matchup like he's just gonna swing the whole time because phillips Mm -hmm. was trying to like take her down wrestle and do stuff like that but bolanios was trying to like throw hands which i appreciated but not much else to say about that one. It was, again, a fun little scrap for, like, two dudes I'd never heard of before. You know, always love when that happens. Uh, next up, uh, 115. Denise Gomez. Did you see this fight? No,
1: I didn't. I actually did not see this finish. This under is mm. quite crazy value. Dude, she is. She hits hard. Like, crazy. Like, she's mean.
0: She punches mean. Brazil. Um, I don't think is very good, on the other hand, though. But I mean, that's just what Go- it seemed like off Twitter, like for for 115, like Gomez has a lot of power. So I'm going to see if I can find the, I'm going to see if I can find the finish real quick. And I think like if I remember this fight correctly, it was like the end of the first round, like Gomez dropped her and it looked like it was about to get finished. But then it came back out in the second. And it was just kind of more of the same. She just kind of hunted her down and landed big shots. Ooh,
1: I just saw it. Yeah, it was, that's it was a heavy ground and pound. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude. Like if it like you're gonna catch my I mean, I'm not sure I downplay women's fighters at all, but when I see a uh second round TKO out of two women I haven't heard of, like I'm definitely gonna remember your name for next time you fight, you know. Get
0: this. This was the first women's knockout of the year. It's the middle what? of April. What? Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy, wild, crazy, crazy, bro. Yeah. So shout out to Denise Gomez. When when was Priscilla's
1: knockout? Was that not in January? That was
0: dude. That was in like.
1: Was that a long time ago? That I was mean? like
0: November or something.
1: Yeah, like that was. That might have been. I I don't know.
0: I don't know. No this idea. Yeah, that, was like that was a while ago. September or some shit. That's the I mean, last
1: one I can remember off the top of my head. That's Priscilla really... Priscilla
0: fights this week, so we'll we'll look it up. But that is fucking wild, dude. Yeah, shout out to Gomez. Uh, Daniel Zelluber, though
1: bounces. Yeah, back. I, I watched a little bit of this one. Yeah, he looks fucking good, dude. But Veneta is really fucking durable, which is like he he makes for entertaining fights every time he goes in there. It uh, should have makes-
0: stopped. Did you see the first round? I had Zelluber KO, so like obviously I'm biased. But no, is- I
1: I, I actually Simmons. I did not see the first round. I popped in in the second. He he, she, she, I think it was Herzog. Should have stopped the fight, but
0: let uh, Venata get saved by the bell. Hmm. So he took a lot of damage and definitely affected him for the rest of the fight. But like you said, he's very durable and I wouldn't, he didn't make it close by any means, but like he had some moments where like he was, he was bringing the fight, which I, which you always appreciate. So he made it a scrap for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Zelluber. Like I'm, I'm somewhat high on him. I think his debut was. Maybe that might be the worst he looks for a while, if that makes sense. Like, I think yeah, just I get what you're saying. I,
1: I, I get that feel for, um uh, who was the guy who fought recently? the The Brazilian guy who kind of fought like Bajamondes, who lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. He lost, really lost it, yeah, 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 yeah. I for forget, sure. I forget his name, but yeah, like that kind of vibe. But it, it happens too. Fucking mm-hmm. Holloway, I think started zero two in the UFC. Look at him now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jillian got another sub. I was I on mean, that fuck, one, dude i was on that one huh i was on that one i had her yeah dude i should
1: have been been. i mean it's 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 a principal play at this point just like uh fucking um can't think of her name
0: uh i can't oh 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 oh, the girl who snapped uh jessica rose clark's arm
1: yeah yeah it's like her unders you know i I, I can't think of her name this is bad but anyway yeah, Jillian Robinson's sub is a principal play at this point. If she wins, it's pretty much guaranteed to be by submission. Uh, she's extremely dangerous on the ground. Takes Pierre Rodriguez's O in the process. And, I mean, very smooth armbar. Did she tap, though? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, no, she did.
0: She did. Like, when it first went in, she tapped. And then, like, Jillian adjusted more. And then I think she was okay, but she had already tapped at that point. Like, I, right. it was, she definitely did.
1: She protested right away, and I was watching, uh, like in the corner of my eye, so I didn't really like understand what was happening. But I mean, either way, like whether a tap or not, that seemed pretty deep. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was not really a close fight. Once it was on
0: the ground, Jillian just dominated and was searching for that sub, was very patient, found it, mm-hmm.
1: even when Pierre Rodriguez was on the bottom, uh, and had guard, she looked very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and yeah, it. it Going to the second round, the thought was if Jillian can get this back on the ground, it'll probably be over. Mm-hmm. But is that 2-0 for Canada on this card? No. Is not. Is that... like go down. Is no, that this, not...
0: this is like...
1: Not Canada. Mm-hmm. I can't what... even tell you. Peru. Peru. Well, I know this is from Peru. Okay. 1-0 then. Actually... No, one and one. We'll get to that. Um.
0: Yeah, shout out to Jillian. I didn't even think about the fake Canada principle here because she's just a,
1: a submission god. He's the top three Canadian fighter on the roster. I can say that with confidence. Oh,
0: you know, Um. speaking of Canadians, Shane Burgos lost his PFL debut to...
1: Dude, I saw that coming from a OAM. mile away. I should have hammered the other guy. I,
0: I, I took OAM, so... Yeah. Him so that, that, and
1: Jillian Robertson are the only Canadians out of the back. Did we even talk about Maurice Green's knockout in the pod? No, we got okay, just him some... quick shout out to fucking Maurice Green, because he is so boxed up. What if he wins PFL, dude? I would if he gets in the finals. I'm like erasing all plans to watch that shit. <laughs> he's so electric. I need him back in the UFC right now. I mean, dude, he's he's part of the killer squad. Don't forget, good, dude. Yeah, the Walt John Jones and uh, Jogan de Castro. <laughs> All right, if if Bruce these
0: Green. if these guys can be in fighting the UFC, Zach Cummings and Ed Herman, I don't see why we can't get Mo Green back in there. This um, all, all was... time boxed up fight. This oh yeah, definition of boxed up. Double retirement afterwards. Ed Herman almost made it the whole fifteen minutes. Uh, there's like forty five seconds left. Got KO'd. I kind of wanted him to. It was not a close fight. Herman got knocked down like seven or eight times,
1: probably. He got knocked down in every round for sure. Yeah. That was the the one the one in the first round was like whole he got he got knocked down early. Well, I think think
0: I I think I said last week, I was like, Menafield could not get him out.
1: And it was almost almost came true again.
0: Um Mm -hmm. double retirement. Cummings was from Kansas City, something we probably overlooked.
1: Yeah, last week. Or didn't, um, didn't even know. Yeah,
0: had no clue. Why would I know where Zach Cummings is from? But crowd was behind him. It was cool. Good moment. Double retirement.
1: Like, that is rare. Great moment. They each got a speech in. It was really, like, super heartfelt. Uh, Both guys were crying at the end. Yeah, super sick, the, the yeah. double retirement. I mean, that's something you we might not see for fucking years and years on end. Yeah, um, absolutely. So The is, fight itself was fucking awesome, too, because yeah. even though Cummings was, you know, Knocking Herman down every thirty seconds. Uh Cummings got Cummings got a few scratches and uh, scratches himself. Herman was chucking. Uh, I mean, good old fashioned slugfest between two over thirty five year olds. That was boxed up to a T.
0: Shout out to those guys. Also, shout out to Brandon Roy Ball.
1: Yep, because
0: man, that knee was perfect.
1: This this was one of my ones. I had the under and Roy Ball. and for him to get it done that. This under at two and a half, that looking back, that is like a fucking I mean I had it, but that's a fucking nuke play. If mm-hmm. like looking back on it. Um yeah, perfect knee. Royval knockout was around plus nine hundred, I think, too. Like he usually wraps up a sub for when in in his wins, but mm-hmm. I mean, not many more guys in the entire UFC more electric than Brennan Roy Val Whether he wins or loses, he's always in exciting fights that end in a finish. Um was really good. We saw him in his last fight when he fucking destroyed Matt Schnell. But Roy Val, man, he's a fucking... I mean, quite he literally... He should get the title I, shot next. After yeah, he Pantoja should. After a He's a, dog. He's a he, yeah. raw dog, bro. Yeah, he should. Cause Yeah, Kai Kaikar France uh, lost the interim belt. He needs to win another fight before he gets another shot. Brandon he, like he should be next. You don't need to string off as many wins as you do in other divisions in flyweight. You know what I mean? Because there's just mm-hmm. less... To go through in terms of talent and just overall like skill in the top fifteen, but I mean it's improving obviously. But Brendan Boyle has been right there the entire time. Give him the winner of Pantoja and uh, Moreno, and honestly, bro, he's a guy that could beat anybody if he yeah. just finds your neck in the right place. It's over. Mm-hmm. Dangerous. He's he's a threat,
0: as as our man Bridger would say. Um. Also, just to keep an eye on flyweight, I saw Figgy is gonna fight Manel Cop. Which is interesting. That's very um, interesting. Well, Figgy's bailing on uh, bantamweight. I saw. Yeah, apparently. So, I mean, I think that is on the same card as Moreno and Pantoja. But like, if Cop wins that, like, that might that might shoot him up. Um,
1: yeah, I, I don't know what to think mom. about that. I think, I think it's smart in a way, in the fact that I don't think Figgy would beat many ranked weights, But he's also got to cut all this weight still, and that just yep. sounds terrible. Yeah. In terms of his health. Yes, Shadow Roy Val. That was I was again okay, this card was
0: fun. It had plenty of violence. Oh yeah. Um Bill Algio and TJ Brown fight of the night, though. Did not see this one uh winning fight of the night, but I I texted you guys. Like I had TJ Brown plus 180. I would absolutely make that bet again. Um, he came close to finishing Algio a few times, hurt him bad. And just got caught one time, got and slipped to a choke. But other than that, he did really well for the six and a half six and a half minutes that this fight went on. It was nonstop action. Uh Brown, oh, the White Sox just hit a three-run homer. Let's go. <laughs> oh, let's go. At least we're 2 um, two zero, by the way. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, like I great fight. Algeo is good. Like I I can I don't know how good TJ Brown is, but I know Algio like facing that adversity, coming back, getting finishes on his of his own, pretty impressive. No, TJ Brown earned some points in my book as well. So
1: Wild Bill Bill Algio is confirmed good, good, good fighter. Boxed up, stamp on He is good. He has won enough fights, um, beaten enough guys in you know dominant fashion for me to declare him good. I could see him fighting ranked guys soon. Uh, He's finishing motherfuckers in different ways. Sub was, you know, the RNC was wrapped up perfectly. I'm I'm a a Wild Bill guy. I'm excited to see him fight next. Wild Bill. Let's go. Love it. Uh, Rafa Garcia. This is the main card now.
0: Rafa Garcia, three rounds of domination against Clay Guida. Clay tried a few takedowns. Wasn't close. Just kind of got pieced up the rest of the time. Um. Then Pump fakes a retirement after the fight, which I loved that move. Uh, Dana seemed a little bit pissed about it, but... Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why it's even... a Why does it matter? Takes his gloves. That's just a... That's a veteran move. Takes his gloves off. DC goes over to him, thinks he's retiring, lets him get on the mic, shouts out who he wants to shout out, says, I'm not leaving anywhere. Fuck you. Um. But this fight wasn't close.
1: No, I mean, it was pretty... I mean Garcia. It's almost to the point in terms of an- analyzing it, where it's like you should have finished him for me to really say it was f- a good performance. Yeah. But like, I mean, it was Rafa Garcia is good. Clay Guida, yeah, I thought the pump pick was pretty funny as well. But it, it might be time very soon. I mean, he's, he's he like just, he's he not
0: r- he's not capable of beating someone on the level of Rafa at this no. point.
1: But he can. I think he can still beat. Like Yeah, a handful of guys, but he, he just he just doesn't have it anymore. Like he he fights the same style, but it's almost like it's outdated in a way where it just doesn't it did, doesn't hit the same as it did if even a few years ago. You know right, what I mean? It's it's hard for a four-year-old dude to have the same
0: sort of explosiveness you need to fight that way. Mm-hmm, so exactly. That doesn't help either. Yeah, it's
1: true. It's it's a fighting style that doesn't age well in terms mm-hmm. of like literally getting older and you know he moves a lot. Yeah, it wasn't close. So yeah,
0: Rafa almost seemed like he took his foot off the gas a little bit. Like that's yeah, kind kinda, of the he, vibe he, I
1: got. He, he, he kind of just accepted that. Like all right, like I'm. He, he didn't even like try to finish him. Like all right, like I got this. Let's just move on and get my mm-hmm. damn out of here. That's what he
0: did. Uh, Pedro Munoz unanimous decision drops Gutierrez in the first. After that, Gutierrez looked a little gun shy. Um, did not really get much going, like, the second and third were close. Yeah, close rounds. They were close because, you know, like, not, I don't want to say, like, nothing was happening because they were going back and forth, but, like, neither one was, like, doing much damage. There weren't any big moments in the second or third. Um,
1: Pedro's a dog. Like, there's really not much else to say about it. This is the one I completely overlooked at Pedro plus one one eighty or whatever it was. I mean that was a hundred percent side to be on. Yep. Even though like a, a scorecard for Gutierrez, I don't think is a terrible scorecard. No. Uh, yeah. you you could give him the last two rounds. I think two judges gave him at least one round. But yeah, man, I this is one that we overlooked for sure. Moonho, I mean, another kind of an example of a up and comer. Losing to a veteran, mm-hmm. not as significant and as Pretty drastic sure, as some of the other ones have been, but Moonho has been there for a while. Uh, you know, fought all the guys or a lot of the guys. hasn't won all of them, but I mean, he gave O'Malley a good round, and Gutierrez. You know, we get. I, I mean, at least I got kind of caught up in his most recent highlights, and he didn't look like the guy who was delivering those in this fight, right?
0: I mean, there's really not much else to say. Like, Pedro's going to be a tough fight for all these guys that are, are trying to enter that top 10. Like yeah. there's, I mean, he's kind of a gatekeeper at this point, but, like, that, I mean, it happens. It's like him and, I mean, you know, Rob Font showed it last week. Like, the, these Bantamweights, man, they're here to stay.
1: Like mm-hmm. It's true.
0: <laughs> we'll see what's next for both these guys. It's kind of interesting. Not sure what you do with Gutierrez. If you give He'll him, be back. Give him Yanez. Like, both those guys coming off an L... Yeah. Around that ranking.
1: It's tough for Bantamweight, too because there's really both where Yanas and Gutierrez are, there's no easy fight next, you know. Mm-hmm. It's you're gonna fucking you know be in the deep end for a while if you're a ranked mm-hmm. Bantamweight. For sure.
0: Um uh, guess what's back though? There's a lot of lot of things the back, but boxed up bump is back. The boxed up bump. It's on a little streak now, Kute Lava, just fucking dominated Tanner Boser, two minutes, got him out of there, knocked him. It was fun to, was fun to see, fun to watch, fun to be on that side. When this, oh, yeah, this another, is another
1: big one for me. The under and uh, Kutulava. I mean, this was just fucking a classic Kutulava performance. Bulldozed him, clipped him, stumbled, stumbled Boser, goes for a takedown immediately, slams him on the ground, stretch to living ground and pound. As he's getting back up, he has his arm trapped, completely trapped. So he's completely defenseless, and he's just throwing these like, you know, uh, very short punches that he couldn't defend. And I've seen some people saying it was a bad stoppage, but I, I think he was done. So
0: he was for sure done. Um, this is why he was the box up bump.
1: That's exactly. A, I why. mean, and Kutala was a fucking treasure, man. On, on the the Wayne, he did. He always does some weird shit, but he screams and, and boasts for his face <laughs> out of nowhere. The Hulk, man. I mean, if he lost this fight, he's in danger of being cut. I really do yep. not want him to be cut because, I mean, he's as boxed up as they come. Oh, and he I mean, was fucking, he was he fucking, his, yeah. He was screaming on the mic
0: after he got the win, and yeah, yeah definitely, whew, I mean... It's still early, but you know these we need we need more box up guys. we can't keep recycling the, the same old guys like Hutila was definitely throwing his name in that mix. He his name's in the hat for sure. So I mean also I mean if you really want to talk about it, but Tanner Boser might be able to get on that list too if he has a couple more funny losses. so yeah, that, that, that's true. if Tanner Boser turns into a complete fade then I'm so in. <laughs> oh, that was great. um all right, Mirzakanov unanimous decision over Jacoby. Rosakinov knocked Jacoby in the first and the second. So he won those two rounds, but was very gas in the third. Jacoby was piecing him up, hurting him. And for some reason, Dustin Jacoby, this kickboxer dude who wins all his fights from kickboxing, has a tired opponent starting to hit the opponent, damage the opponent, and then starts shooting relentless takedowns down two rounds. And I cannot tell you why.
1: Yeah, I, I missed this fight, but I mean obviously I, I know what happened. And uh yeah, man, fight IQ. That's that's gonna hurt you in that situation. I'm not out on Jacoby because I still I still think he's good. I think Murzakhanov I mean, is, is dangerous. Like, yeah, Murzakhanov, I mean I mean, he's strung together. I mean he's fucking undefeated, bro. Like Yeah, he's, no, he's, no, like he, put, he it's just he, violence, very violent. He's gonna be a problem for anybody. He knocked Devin Clark recently. But, I mean, yeah, I'm not Alan Jacoby. I'm a little bummed because we talked about it a while when he was on that big winning streak against unranked guys. Felt like he should have gotten at least a top 15 guy or even a top 10 guy while he's on that run. Now with back-to-back losses, that might be out of the picture soon. Um, that's That's what happens when you, you know, don't push for an opportunity. I don't want to make it like it's his fault, but I don't know. I feel like he could have gotten a better opportunity in terms of getting a ranked guy, even like a push for a title. But he'll stick around. Kind of unfortunate I was rooting for him. But, yeah, I mean, it happens. He's, and he's good enough on the feet to, like, get a lot of a lot
0: of 205 fibers, especially. Get a lot of them out of there.
1: For sure, yeah. So, like,
0: he's going to face another,
1: like, you know, down young type opponent and be fine. Um, one thing but... he lacks in the light heavyweight division is power. Like we do see him knockout guys over here and there, but he's a lot of decision wins. Like that doesn't have like he... that one hit power. He's, he's yeah, gotta, like... which which will definitely hurt you in the light heavyweight division if you're a kickboxing fighter. So I've always noticed that about his game, but still got some great wins on his resume. And I'm I'm I'll, I'll always be excited when I see Dustin Jacoby fight. Absolutely, and it was
0: a fun fight to watch too. Um, but anyway, Komain. This, this made the whole night for me. Edson Barbosa, vintage Barbosa, violent knockout with the knee to Billy Q. Just fucking caught him clean. Like that was, it was great to see. I was very happy.
1: Yeah, that was as vintage Barbosa as it gets. And damn, it felt good to see that, to yeah. see that he still got it. And to see, a, I, I didn't think we'd see a knockout like that again from Barbosa. And we fucking did. And
0: he said, like, you know, Billy Q had that tendency to throw right hand and then shoot. And he had been training that all camp. And sure enough, it worked. And He went
1: over to Billy Q in his corner after the fight to tell him that, too. It's which like, is pretty, I think that's pretty hilarious. Billy Q's
0: probably like, I wish you would have told me that
1: before you knocked me unconscious. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, it was yeah. sick, though. Uh, it was weird. I don't know why, but it it was really weird to see Billy Q out cold like that. Yeah, like, even though he's not like a title guy or even a contender at this point, he's tough as hell. Like that's yeah, what
0: it is. Like
1: I guess it was just it, some fighters are weird to see just knocked out cold like that, and I guess it's because I just wasn't expecting it from Billy Q, and it is kind of unfortunate too because I'm usually on Barbosa. Like I was on him against Giga, and Bryce Mitchell for a lot of his losses, and I. You know, stepped away from him the minute he get, came back and had an electric knockout. Thought as I'm, a, I'm very high in Billy Q and thought I was gonna win this fight. But I mean, all props to Barbosa. That was fucking awesome. Man. That was awesome. Yeah. So I, I had to take Barbosa. So I, I cashed that ticket. Felt very
0: good. One and any faves. other,
1: yeah, any other fighter, most any other fighter to do that. That's their fucking career highlight. That, mm-hmm. that might not even crack Barbosa's top three, top five.
0: Which is fucking incredible. Uh, Speaking of fucking incredible, Max the the best is blessed. Max Holloway unanimous win over Arnold Allen. Um, it was it was a pretty close fight. I had Max come. I had Max three to two actually. That's what most scorecards seem to be. I had Arnold winning the second and the fifth. Uh, Fifth was really close though. Max knocked him down at the very end. That Um, was a big shot. That they uh, shout out to Arnold Allen. Actually, like this was one of those fights where, you know, he he wasn't quite able to like get over the hurdle of Max Holloway, but fucking no one can. Like it's, mm-hmm. but I, f- I feel like Arnold's stock actually might have risen after this because like everyone else Max faced other than Volk like gets brutalized. Like yeah, mm-hmm. Air took so much damage when he fought Max. Obviously, Cater got his ass kicked by Max, but like Allen was competitive. Um. But man, Max Holloway, dude, like, he's so fucking good. Like, what is else is there to say? He's only thirty one. Like, I feel like, you it's know, he's so wild, man. Times, but like, I
1: feel like he's not going anywhere. No, he's not. It's yeah, he's thirty one. Uh, I mean, I I saw this coming from a mile away. I was pretty confident that this was gonna be the case—a Holloway decision. Yeah, like what? Like this is just—I mean, it's it's rinse repeat, which is hilarious. Like this has happened. We're in the second rotation of Holly loses to Volk, beats everyone up, loses to Volk, beats everyone up. It's just a cycle. And that's what makes Featherway so hilarious because no, like, <laughs> the contenders get brutalized, have to get brutalized by, by Holly before they fight Volk. And, like, no one can get past him. Right. Um, it is weird to say, number one, 31. It's fucking crazy. He's only 31. One well, thing that's weird to say, but I truly believe, I do think he's showing signs of uh, tailing off. A little, yeah, bit. yeah. When you fight, like, when you fought this much, so many five round fights too, mm-hmm. like that'll happen. Um, yeah, of course, and like, yeah, obviously he's been fighting for so long, but I mean we saw it in the last folk fight. Uh, I mean he got fucked got outclassed. It wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. And then the, the year and Arnold fights, he won. But I mean, Yair and Arnold both put up you know valiant performances. For sure, won a few rounds. But I mean, it's gonna get harder and harder for Max. Uh you gotta think the chin's eventually gonna go away. I don't know. Like, he can take so many shots. Like it's hard to have that take before it happens because it, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's. He's got one of the best chins in the game, man. You can't yeah. crack it. So, yeah, I mean, Holloway. He he did what he was supposed to do. Who who should he fight next? That's, dude, I don't know. Is like is it, I mean, or I mean, he already beat up Ortega, too. Like, he's beaten up. Right.
0: I think I think Allen and Ortega should fight, and then I think Max should get winner
1: of Emmett Taporia. Yes. Yeah, see, I think Taporia is the one to beat him, honestly. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Taporia is really scary, and yeah, I think he'll beat so... Champ at some point. But, yeah, I mean, Max Holloway, that's what I, I mean. His last three fight night main events have been almost the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious to say, but it's true, and, and he's yeah, so Arnold, easy to
0: root for. So I'm happy for him.
1: Yeah, and like yeah, in terms of Arnold, it's kind of a bummer. I've been saying it for a while that he kind of got fucked. Like he's he was 10 and 0 in the UFC before this fight. Like, how does you not how do you not get a title shot with that record? We I've we've talked about before how the other three fighters who started off your UFC career 10 and 0 is Usman. Um been Khabib and uh Gracie, it's like you know it's it's wild. Like those are all Hall of Famers, so uh, it's unfortunate, but I think he'll get his shot at some point. He's still young, so I I I if he doesn't, then he'll turn into the uh, featherweight Curtis Blades, which we'll get to.
0: We will That's get to lead that. In. So we've got Curtis Blades and Sergey Pavlovich headlining this week's fight card. I won't be able
1: to watch a single minute of this. Okay, um, I'll try my best to get all the all the scoops.
0: So, I mean, shit, let's get into it. I have a take about this first fight. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, let's hear it.
0: Brady Heastan is back, um, former tough competitor.
1: He's taking on Dana. Our boy Dana is back. Dana back, Garell. Dana is minus 140 and Brady's plus 120. So Dana's 0 no, no, 2. No, he, no, he won a UFC fight. I mean, 0
0: 2 in his last two fights. That's what I should right. have said. Brady just beat some dude. Let me see. Yeah, he has no first you- win. Yeah. Fernie Garcia and got dropped in the first by Fernie Garcia.
1: I think that Dana's going to knock out Brady. He's Dan'd. I I'm with you. I think Dana's going to win. I don't think Brady's good. He, yeah. He's got a lot of potential, but he's he's like our age. He's so young. Dana has been in there longer. I just I don't think Brady's that good. He yeah. won his last fight, but his whole thing is just, can he control you on the ground? I don't see much of a threat. Shout out Bridger. In terms of Brady's game, it's all just, can he just hold you on the ground for longer than you can have on the feet? Because mm-hmm. he's not good on the feet. Ricky Tertios knocked him down. His last opponent knocked him down. I mean, Ricky Churchill's I think, beat him. I think he's going to... I think Dan's going to put him
0: out. That's, really? That's really... a malware, yeah. Like, first that's, fight of the night, like, I'll take Dana. What is he, minus 140, you said? 140. The
1: under is enticing as well. Yeah, I think Dan's going to brutalize him, actually. So, that's where I'm leaning with that one. Gotta love the first fight pick.
0: Love that first fight pick. It's rare lately, but there we go. It is. Um, speaking of Priscilla... Uh, that knockout was in August, by the way. So it was Jesus, eight I'm an ago. idiot. Fuck. It was eight months ago, she's taking on Karina Silva, who's
1: yeah. She won via DARSP last. She's got three. Wait, 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 go down. She's got how many straight submission wins? Four. Four, and then a knockout. Yeah. The under two and a half is minus one sixty five in a women's fight, dude. Yeah, all of Silva's. That makes sense. All of Silva's fights are pretty
0: much finishes, win or loss.
1: Go up. I like the upper. Yeah. So she has only one fight by decision. She has eight wins by KO, seven by submission. And Priscilla, on the other hand, is a KO machine. Uh she brutalized uh, what's her face uh, Lipsky in her last fight. Got a bunch of KOs. Seven wins by KOs, zero losses. Is by this KO. in su- the underlay? Two submission losses. This no. This is ah, this this really screams underlay to me. So does the Brady fight though. But we'll, we'll, uh, oh man, I, we'll I, sit I, on it. It's
0: only Tuesday. We'll sit on it.
1: Yeah. 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 What are the odds on this straight up? Oh, man. yeah. My bad. Uh, Silva minus 190 and Priscilla plus 160.
0: Oh, why are they trying to tempt me like that? They yeah. want me to take Priscilla, <laughs> don't they? I know. I, I don't I know, know if I can do it. I don't know
1: if I can do it. This seems like a fight where, uh, how many times has, has Silva gotten KO'd? Go back to it real quick once i think once okay uh yeah i'm kind of with you i mean with the line being how it is it feels like a Silva sub is the way this is going to happen but we never know it only takes one and you don't say that much with women's fights but priscilla has that ability she's a brawler too like she she's not afraid to
0: get get violent in there so i, I don't i kind of like that under two and a half if i'm gonna be honest yeah,
1: she's Probably. like a man in there
0: yeah um, but yeah, I don't know if she'll get it done. I kind of lean Karine a. Silva there, but I don't know. This is one of those women's fights where it's like, sure,
1: dude, like some hopefully someone gets knocked out. Something tells me Bridger's gonna love Silva's by sub.
0: So yeah. So yeah, that's a very that's a very Bridger pick right there.
1: Or uh fight doesn't end or fight special sub only or something yeah, like that. Sub only, sub only.
0: <laughs> um, all right, featherweights, Francis Marshall versus William Gomez. Yeah, Gomez, plus
1: 175, Marshall, minus 205. Didn't Marshall fight? Anything? I think Marshall's pretty good.
0: He, If I remember correctly, he beat Marcelo Rojo. Yes, knocked him
1: out. Okay, yeah, he
0: knocked him out pretty good.
1: Is, uh one win by KO, four submissions, one, two, okay. Yeah, 7-0, oh, five finishes. That's something. Unders, two and a half, plus 125 in this one. Don't know much about Gomez. He fought on the Paris card and got a win, but I
0: remember that fight being boring. So, okay. I don't know. I really just I got nothing. Yeah, I'm not sure. Let's move on to some boxed up uh heavyweights. Muhammad Usman is back, taking on Junior Tafa.
1: Pick him. Pick him. I think Tafa is gonna win pretty easily. Is my take. I I am also on Tafa. I think Tafa by. Pick him is a gift, honestly. I think yeah. Usman <laughs> is getting juiced because his brother's Kamar Usman and he had a sick knockout his last fight. But I watched him in the contender series. I don't think he's that great. Hoffa, you know, say what you want about his opponents recently, but it has been in the UFC for a long, long time, and he has two straight brutal, brutal knockouts in a row. One was basically me and Harry Hunsucker. The other <laughs> <was> Parker Porter. <laughs> so I mean, say you want, but then like, those are two first round knockouts. I don't think Usman I like I don't know. Hold I just on. don't.
0: Hold on, you're getting confused. This is the other Tafa my friend. Oh, what? This is, you're this right. Is not, dude. This is his brother.
1: And he's four and oh. Yeah, gee yeah okay. Here. That changed. So this things. is the
0: battle. Of the, this is Usman's brother versus Justin Tafa's brother.
1: Dude, I actually like legit thought it was the other Tafa No.
0: All right, breaking news though. Bridger just sent this to us. I have a fight announcement to make.
1: I haven't looked at it yet. So I'm actually like, really tell me. Actually, just tell me. Joaquin Buckley taking on Andre Fialo. In May. Interesting. I love that for Buckley. On what? On, is it the Canada card? No, it's in May 20th. Fuck. I need them to start announcing fights on that card yeah
0: give me buckley his first fight at welterweight i love him there i think he's gonna knock his lights out
1: also uh that his chin bro um someone that's
0: that's that's gonna be under one and a half for sure yeah his chin
1: scares me a lot but he could pull out his so does chin though that's the other thing Fiallo kind of has a chin it but he just takes so many shots (laughs)
0: Um. All right, Usman or Tafa? Does that change your your pick? Knowing that it's not Justin Tafa.
1: Yeah, I'm a lot less confident, but I'm still gonna go with Tafa just because yeah, it's, it's just Taffa. a fade. It's a fade.
0: Usman kind of beat fade Mo Usman. I'm there with you. Yeah. All right, women's one forty five women women's featherweight
1: fight. Um, those are rare. Carol Rosa taking on Norma Dumont. It's a pick'em again, and the under two and a half is plus two eighty. So close, close to that principal play. We haven't had one in a while.
0: I feel like they caught on. They're like, "That's we can't give these guys that plus three hundred under."
1: Give me Norma,
0: bro. I like Norma. Give me Norma
1: too. I don't. Yeah, Norma's. You know, she's she's definitely a little boxed up. Yeah, Uh, she's on my list. I think she's fifteenth in my list. All right, all right, the Uh, wagon. Yeah, the I mean, the, I mean, that's what got her in there. I'll be honest, mm-hmm. but the Caboose, you, man. yeah, yeah, the Caboose. Uh, Carl Rosa, I mean, her just her, I, her name is a name of a bad fighter. You, you kind of get that. She's not so, that bad, but like yeah. her name, it's like, oh, it's like she's bad. Does that make sense? Yeah, so she she got a lot of wins, but
0: like. Lisa Lamberg is not good. She hasn't, yeah, I say she hasn't beaten anyone. That's like, dude, Mont's like pretty much ranked. Yeah. Well, this is the weird. Like, they both fight at bantamweight, but for so I guess they're fighting at featherweight. So, I uh, give me Norma. I don't even want to think too much about it. Give me Norma. Let's move on. The under is kind of tempting, but <sighs> it's Norma not- knockout. Oh, like can't. Yeah. Nah, anyway, moving on. Bantamweights. Ronnie Yaya.
1: And Montel Jackson, we got a minus five sixty favorite in Montel I was, Jackson. I was
0: about to say Jackson's probably pretty juiced.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, is plus four thirty. I uh, never heard of this guy. Let's go to get a peek at his. Age. I think he's, he's like old. He's fought a lot. Um, he's just say his age. He's born 30, in, 38 Yeah, he's got a win streak Twenty one on subs. Win- wow. I am betting him by submission. I mean, he wins a lot, man. Uh, yeah,
0: shit. What are you? What are you got odds for that?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't have uh the some of the win win methods are not on DraftKings yet, so I'm not sure. The under is under uh two and a half and minus one seventy five, which is super tempting. All
0: right, Jackson beat Julio Arce in November. That, that, I remember JP.
1: that. He didn't finish JP Buys. We, we we should note that. Noted. It's noted. Go up a little bit. Wait, does he have any... He has no losses by submission. His only okay. losses are uh by decision. If... If Yaya submissions plus five hundred or above, you gotta sprinkle that. And I mean, you, you yeah, gotta, you gotta get it it will. It probably be
0: it's gotta be more than that because
1: yeah, because he's plus four three just money line, so it's gotta be at least like plus six hundred or something. Yeah, I would imagine
0: that's not that's not a bad bet.
1: Twenty one submissions, bro.
0: Yeah, twenty. Come on, anything can happen. It only takes one sub. It only takes one. Okay, Ricky Glenn moving on to lightweight here. Ricky Glenn,
1: Chrisos Giagos. Yeah, dude, I don't know about this one. Glenn's minus 165, Yagos plus 140. I don't have much here. All right, all right, let's
0: just move on. Good luck to both men. Welterweight, the return of the Jedi. Semi the Jedi, Matt Semmelsberger versus Jeremiah Wells. This is actually a really, really good fight.
1: Like, yeah, makes, dude, we got to pick this him one. here. This is, yeah, I'm super juiced for this one. Um, Semi the Jedi is notoriously the fighter I can never get on the right side of. Who you got uh huh? Who you got this week? This I is got week? I got some of the Jedi, bro. I'm going All right.
0: back. All right. Number one and a half
1: plus one thirty-five is, is the over under.
0: Knowing what I know about your pick history, I, I was kind of leaning wells, actually. I know semis the our guy, semi, of the Jedi's boxed up, but Jeremiah Wells is
1: really good, man.
0: Like I think he can. yeah you don't I want to yeah you
1: really don't want to be my side. I mean, I picked him against. I picked Jake Matthews against him. He's fucking ripped, dude. He's never been finished. Got two first round knockouts in a row, or two round finishes in a row. Remember that Blood Diamond fight? And do you remember Kirby this? Fight. Yeah, this McGee knockout was crazy. Yeah, I do remember that shit. <laughs> uh, makes sense. Wise is under one and a half. Sonsberg has got some finishes too, but he's also durable, man. He's got power himself. He's been in there with some fucking dogs. So I'm I'm going with, with some of the Jedi. See two, one loss by knockout. Sorry. I mean, he's lost to Alex Moreno and and someone else in the in the UFC, I think. I mean hey, Moreno, Yeah, those are two good losses, man. He had knocked Jason without in 16 seconds. Jesus. <laughs> and, dude, look at this. He has two knockouts in under 20 seconds. Wow. I don't remember this one at all. Yeah. Well,
0: got all power. right. I got Wells, man. I don't... I know... That's I know probably smart. I know we're uh Simmelsberger fans, but I got Wells here. Under one and a half makes sense, though. Like, why it's... Why, it makes sense why it's one and a half, for sure. It does. All right. Moving on to the ladies. Yasmin Lucindo... Who, I remember her because she fought the other Yasmin, uh, our yeah. favorite, and it was a great fight. Like she's, I think Lucindo, I want to say she's like twenty years old. I'm, I'm gonna check this real quick, but she's facing Brogan Walker, the loser of Tough, the runner up.
1: Yeah, and I gotta imagine Lucindo is a pretty heavy favorite here. Yeah, she's minus three thirty, and Walker's plus two seventy five. I mean, Walker got finished by. I forget her before. name, but yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that's, bad. that's really bad. That's bad. You got to go with Lu- yeah. Lu- Luciendo Lucindo, here. Lucindo, Yeah. It's not even. Yeah. Like, Brogdon Walker. Like, I watched that. I watched Tough, and it's it's nothing special. She's seven and three. Yeah.
0: Lucindo and the Lays for sure. Yeah. Like, lock on. All right. Next up, Lightweight again. Bobby Green is back. Yup. Bobby so Green. is Jared Gordon, bro. Takes on Jared Gordon, who got robbed of the decision against Patty. Give me Bobby Green. What Bobby are the odds? Green,
1: Bobby Green minus 280. Jared Gordon plus 235. Give me Jared Gordon at that number, bro. I I This is a side. I totally want to be on the side of that value. 100%. The thing that scares me is Bobby Green's volume. And, you know, he throws hard. But Jared Gordon, man, he's got a lot in his bag. He's good on the ground. He, I mean, he he beat Patty. Dude, I, plus I 235 for Jared Gordon? Give me that. Nah, man.
0: Nah, Bobby, think back to that fight against Dober, how he was just fucking up Drew Dober the whole time, and then he got knocked out by Drew Dober. But that happens to people all the time. Okay? Jared Gordon is not even close to Drew Do- Dober. I don't think Jared Gordon has the finishing capability of Drew Dover. Bobby Green is just gonna send the outside. He's gonna counter punch, and he's just gonna tee off on Jared Gordon, who might put up a decent fight. But again, volume—it's gonna come to bite him in the ass. I think Bobby
1: rolls. Yeah, yeah, you—you you might convince me there. Yeah, you got—you have a really good point, but. Plus two thirty five. That seems that I, seems I pretty don't, hefty.
0: It, it is hefty. Like if I want to bet on Bobby Green, it's probably not at minus two eighty. But that's where he's at. I I don't see. Like think about think about Bobby Green. Okay, let's let's go look at his fights. When I see Jared Gordon as his next opponent, it just immediately reminds me of his fight against Nasrat. It's like the same yeah, type of guy. Fuck.
1: Same. Yeah, type but that of was guy. like a pick'em. You know what I mean?
0: True, very true, but it's like knocked out Rage Now. Okay, like he's washed. Had that war against I Don't remember the Moises fight, but I mean Islam that doesn't count. And then it's the crazy. He's like, two I, and
1: five. He's two and four in his last six. It doesn't feel like he's had like. I mean, I mean it's it's
0: really because like the Fazev fight was such a banger, and then he came with the knockout, and then the win against Nasrat. So it's like. That's a run right there, and then the Islam fight I do not count that he stepped in on short notice two weeks after his yeah. His,
1: and then the George fight, dude. The Dover, no, I think yeah. he might be right. Honestly, I mean, like Bobby Green decision might be lock of the century, but I'm just saying, like Jerry Gordon has knockouts. Uh, he's obviously better than people think in terms of uh, you know, just a UFC fighter. But you you're probably right about Bobby Green. Yeah.
0: I don't wanna right. hate I don't I don't wanna hand Jared Gordon too much, but yeah, like I just don't think he can beat Bobby Green. That's it. No, we, we almost had the
1: hottest ticket in Vegas, bro.
0: I know, I know. It's okay. We should have. Didn't, but that's okay. We'll move on. It's always a treat when Bobby Green fights, though. Gotta, gotta throw mm-hmm. that in there too. Um, all right, co main. The new co main. So the Dong Man versus Ricky Simone was supposed to be the co main. But that's got moved to the main event next week um, because sorry, or who was supposed to fight? Oh, Moicano and Saryukin were supposed to fight. Give me the dog, um, man. Moicano. I had to, I think he got hurt. Anyway, we'll talk about that fight next week. I'm using um,
1: Eric's dog uh, method for that fight for sure. I love that. I love that.
0: Uh, but new co-main Brad Tavares and Bruno Silva.
1: Yeah, so Tavares minus one fifty five, Bruno Silva plus one thirty five. I can't figure out Silva because until Izzy, he was the only guy to give Pajeda trouble, and he's the only guy who who has not gotten finished by Pajeda, who has fought Pajeda in the UFC. Mm -hmm. Uh, Took some hefty shots against him, but then he went and he went and laid it an egg against GM three in a fight. He was like minus three hundred in, right? And brought Tavares. He's the only guy to not get finished by DDP and, you know, took brutal damage in that fight, hung in there. Part of me is like Bruno Silva's value at plus 135, but part of me is like Brad Tavares is the play because of his ex- experience and he's durable and just all this other shit, you know?
0: So, Brad, if he's going to like most of his wins are by decision, as you can see here. Yeah. Like, if this goes three rounds, I definitely lean him, but like, Bruno has some crazy power. Like I don't I don't know what to make of his last fight cuz it was like he just looked so poor. Like I don't He looked so off. Like I don't like if I had to predict how he's going to look against Tavares, I'm going to say he looks more like he does against like he did against Pajeda than he did against GM3. Like, yeah, I feel like so I, yeah, something
1: I've, seemed off there cuz I mean Look, look look at before that he had so many knockouts in a row coming up to that. Like the Bejada fight might have changed like I don't know. I think that fight kinda changed him a little bit. I mean, he took some time off, which he should have. Um I mean his KO is probably I mean the under two and a half is minus one twenty five, which is interesting. Uh right. I just can't believe GM3 beat him. That's just so crazy to me. Yeah.
0: I just this is a weird fight. Like it's real it weird really weird. Because we really don't know what we're gonna get. We we pretty much know what we're gonna get from Brad. Mm-hmm. Right, like he's fought enough times. Like we know what we're gonna get from him. We don't know what we're gonna get from Bruno, so it's like, okay, do we do we bank on the fact that you know Brad's super solid and he's reliable and we, he's consistent, and we take that side, or do we bet on the fact that Bruno's last fight was a one off and he's actually a killer and is gonna go get Brad out of there?
1: I don't know. That's what I'm. Say- I- That's what I'm saying. Like Bruno's like betting on Bruno still was a gamble. Because if you take a if that GM3 fight never happened, what are we saying now that right. we're gonna hammer Bruno Silva because like he's gonna knock him out? His only loss recently is to Paheta, didn't get finished. Like his only weakness seems to be getting. He has six losses by submission. I don't really see a threat there by Tavares, but you never know. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's a weird one to predict because there is value on Silva, but it's just so hard to. Back a fighter who looked so like that's one of the worst performances I've seen in a really long time. He looked, yeah, so out of sorts, awful, awful. So then again, he has 19 wins by KO,
0: <laughs> right? So, I that might just be a stay away. Like, I don't even want to pick a side here. Like, yeah, I,
1: it, it, it's a tough one. Like, if I but had to it, pick, I'd, one, I'd we, probably we, go Bruno. If you've gunned him head, I'd say Bruno. Same because, because like, you could look back and be like, damn, we could add Bruno Silva plus 135. That's why I'll probably bet him. Because right. I, I don't know how good Brad Tavares is now. Yeah. All right, main event.
0: Curtis Blades and Sergey Pavlovich. I mean, we pretty much know everything about these guys at this point. Pavlovich just is knocking everyone out in minutes. Blades has been beating everyone excepting Ganu pretty much, and Derek Lewis for the last you know five years. Um, this is longer. a title eliminate this well, yeah, longer. This is a this is a title eliminator f- eliminator fight. Um, who who wins this one? What do we got for odds by the way? What's the yeah, blades
1: about? minus 170, Pavlovich plus 145? For me, it's really tough for me to fade either of these guys. Um, because they've both had losses against similar opponents. Pavlovich's UFC, UFC debut, he lost to Overeem where he took him down and delivered ground and pound, which Blaze could easily do. And Blaze has gotten knocked out three times in the UFC in very similar fashion by guys like Pavlovich with the same skill set. I I mean, this is a uh, a trick out of Eric's book, but you know, five rounds is a long time to be in there with a dog like Pavlovich. And Blaze has gotten caught before. He's flirted a lot. He's flirted a lot more lately with the standup game. But Blaze could also just fucking keep him on the ground for five rounds. So I, I don't know. Gun to my head, I say Pavlovich because I think you could also look back on this fight being like, okay, I could add Pavlovich at plus 150 when he might just knock him out in 30 seconds. What is the rounds? Is it one and a half? It is one and a half.
0: See, why did we need, a, like, I, I get why this is a main event, heavyweight title eliminator. This doesn't need five rounds. I don't see no. this going to the decision in any fashion. I, I got blades, man. Palovich is scary as fuck. You know, I I'm a blades guy. So it, it's worrisome for me knowing that Palovich could just put him out of there real fast. Cause we've seen him do it. Palovich is like, so scary, life. man. He's So scary. He's terrifying. But like, Blaze has been in there with Nganu. He's been in there with Derek Lewis. Like he yes, he's gotten knocked out by those guys, but it's like. Let's let's let pull Curtis Blaze record. He's beating it. everybody. He's beating everyone, man. Like he's he's not he's not gonna be afraid of not that the guys Pavlovich faced in the past were afraid of his power or anything, but like Hai was coming off a loss, like two months or two or three months off a loss where he got fucking starched by Ghan. Okay, he's coming in uh facing Derek Lewis, who just got knocked out by gone as well. Like guys who are on the downward trend. Curtis Blades has been on the top of, th- of this division. Like he wants that title shot. He deserves it so bad. He mm-hmm. knows if he gets this win, he'll get it. Like, look, he's beat he's beat Jarzinho, knocked
1: out. You're speaking some sense into this, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Like, think like, okay, all else equal.
0: Sure, Pavlovich has that power, but like so does Blades. We've seen it. We've seen yeah. it. Like I, he, if this goes to the ground, like then what? What is Pavlovich can't knock him out from his back.
1: It's it's just like if I go, if I go, I could easily go to Blades. But if I do, those first thirty seconds are gonna be so terrifying, bro. You know what that's, I mean? That's
0: the thing. Like how if you're so like how how soon before Blades shoots his first takedown? I think it's got to be within, within a minute. It's got to be. Fe- if he stands for too long, like that's just putting yourself
1: in danger. Because Blaze does that. He sometimes does stand for too long. He doesn't always hurt him, but he does. Mm-hmm. And his last two wins, I don't put, put much stock into because Docus is, isn't good and right. Aspinall got hurt. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Blaze guy, too. I want Blaze to win. He deserves a title shot. And I think part of me thinks this is the fight he overcomes that hurdle and gets to be the number one contender like he should be so many times. But, oh, man, it's a tough one because it's the classic striker versus grappler match it, to an extreme because they're both right. so dangerous.
0: Right. And I I think we're going to look back on this and it's going to be like the uh, who did Derek Lewis fight last? Spivak. Spivak. Yeah, where it's just like it's not gonna be that bad because Derek Lewis is just trash now. Like it's not gonna be like that. Don't get me wrong, but there there might be a point where Curtis Blades like makes it look easy, and like punishes Pavlovich for like trying to challenge him.
1: You know what? I think I'm on. I think I'm on Blades. I think I'm you. You, you got me. I I, I think just I'm think Blades. Blades
0: Blades is like. I think Blades is the second best heavyweight. I think Blaze has been the second best heavyweight for a while now. Like before he has, you know, like he's he would beat Gone. He would beat Stipe. Obviously he he had a he couple would chances, destroy so, Gone.
1: He would yeah. run through Gone. Yeah, and it's like how like
0: just because Pavlovich has knocked out Tai Tuivasa who was like not even top ten a year and a half ago, and Derek Lewis, who has been knocked out by everyone in the last year and a half. Bad stoppage, too. And Shamil before that, it's like. I'm not saying it can't happen, but like I am way more I'm way more
1: confident that Blaze is going to be able to find a way to get it done. You're speaking some sense sense into this. It's going to be I I don't like the number we're getting on, on Blaze, though. I will say that it's
0: moved too. I'm pretty sure like it's moved in his
1: favor minus 170 seems pretty steep just uh, like in terms of going on someone like Pavlovich who's so fucking fast and powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right about Tuivasa, whereas like the stock might have been a little too high on him. But I mean, that that was one of the worst beatings we've seen in a long time. Yeah, that, that was. was... Wild. Let me think about, about Pavlovich, too, is that he doesn't even need to get you right in the fucking button, you know, he right? He, he, he can just graze you and, and you're fucking done.
0: Who knocked him out? Oh, Overeem, that's right.
1: Yeah, over, yeah. see, like, Blades could do that. He could just ground and pound him, you know. But the run, I mean, five first-round knockouts, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's and scary. Move. Okay, so let's see, four, five, six, eight, like nine total minutes
1: in his last five, five wins. Fights. Yeah, and Shamil lasted the longest. How about that? That's boxed up. By a while too. By almost mm-hmm. by almost double the time. Maurice Green is second most, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. He went on a boxed up tear, bro. Going through Green, Shamil, Derek Lewis, and Ty Tuivasa. That's a boxed up fucking tear.
0: That's amazing. You know, we're gonna come next week, we're gonna we're gonna look back and we're gonna have, you know, the next guy to fight John Jones. So That's like wild. from that aspect, like, who would you rather see face well, John Jones? They're
1: fighting Stepe though. I would rather have uh Blades fight John Jones. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I mean, after Jones
0: and Steve a fight, this is next. Um, unless Blades wins, they'll find a way to to screw him out of it, probably. But probably.
1: I I don't know. I, Give I me Blades, man.
0: For... Give me Blades. I Gut wish play. had a
1: dollar for every time Blades post fight speech was I'm not taking any fun list of the title. Uh, <laughs> this is it. And then like next week is another fight scheduled. <laughs> It's like an up and comer. <laughs> so no, funny. we're gonna see. Uh,
0: uh, after Almeida beats Rosenstrike, we're gonna see Curse Blades versus Halton Almeida. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude. It's like fuck. The thing, like, Blades is always lost at the worst time possible. Yeah. So this is all. This would. This would be. This would, this would all. Qualify. This would
0: be another time for. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: It's not gonna happen, though. I got blades. Yeah, guy. give me blades too go i i, I think I, I think you changed my mind on blades and bobby green but give me eric give me bruno silva fuck it give me bruno yeah. Silva. bruno
0: bruno all right man anything else before uh just
1: that i want to go to ufc canada and uh charles Oliveira and Darius got, just got rescheduled to that card which is super yeah. lit i don't know if we even talked about that it. it's peña Nunes 3 which is something um Either way, I hope more lit fights get scheduled to that card. So, I mean, this doesn't look terrible. I mean, you got Charles and uh, Darius. You got Wonder Boy and Fajeda. That's a good one. Dan Danny Green, Nate the Train. Or fucking Danny Ige, Nate the Train. So, yeah.
0: Hopefully they throw like some more Canadians on there so we can fade them. Facts. I'm Amazing. Down. All right. Boxed up UFC. We'll be back at some point next week. We're not sure. We'll yeah. figure it out. And then, uh, I mean, we got another fight night next week, so it's not too big a deal. But we'll we'll, we'll work on it, and uh, we'll, we'll be back. Yes, sir.